Hello and welcome to another episode of Bondi Nights, a podcast recorded in Bondi at night. And let's get right into it. I um I was at the Westfield uh on the weekend and this was if you go to the Bondi Westfield, Bondi Junction Westfield, it's sort of just outside of the Coles. Um you know, there's like a seating area, like a public seating area just outside of the Coles. And um, I was going down on the escalator, going into Coles, and I saw something that really made me stop and think. And what I saw was a young gentleman, couldn't have been more than, you know, he must have been in his early 20s, if not late teens. Um... And he was seated at this public seating area, and he had out on the table a chicken that he had bought, uh, some tortillas, some uh, greens, like the bag of of lettuce or or um, rocket or whatever, arugula. I don't know what it was, but it was like some kind of vegetable matter, and a sauce, a, a jar of um, maybe like a a salsa kind of, or something like that, and I think that was all. Maybe he had something else that I can't remember at the moment, but the point is that he was, he had bought these uh, ingredients from the coals, and then is is constructing a burrito, uh, you know, not a stone's throw away from the cashiers at Coles, and a lot of a lot of thoughts, you know, and a lot of feelings coursed through my being when I saw this young gentleman making uh, a burrito out of Cole's ingredients, just outside of Cole's. But I think the feeling that I felt more than anything is, is that I was old. I felt like an old man. Because, you know, back in the day, that's something that I would have done. You know? Like, I... Like, there was a period in my life where I absolutely would have, you know... And maybe I wouldn't have gone to that those lengths to buy like the whole chicken, uh, but maybe I would have because you can you can always bring the rest of it home with you if that guy was going home. That's really the thing, right? It's like you got to be going home fairly soon after after doing that. Like you can't be out all day with the chicken just sitting in your bag. You gotta refrigerate that. Unless he was gonna be eating a chicken's worth of burritos, which, you know, he was a, just a skinny guy. I doubt that he was going, he had that kind of appetite. Um, maybe I should have stuck around and, and just watched, watched him, him feast. But yeah, the, going back to what I said, I, I felt old because Back in the day, I would have done that, and nowadays I'm I'm just going to Guzman and Gomez and paying my twelve ninety or whatever it is for a spicy chicken burrito, 
you know, I get the same thing every time. I don't go pulled pork. I don't go barramundi. I get the spicy chicken every time. Uh, I'm in a rut, burrito-wise. And, you know, I am a creature of habit <clears throat> when it comes to, you know, what I get, like, when I'm out. I'll get usually the same stuff from the restaurants that I go to, that I frequent. I'm not a particularly, particularly adventurous person. Like, even, even that same weekend, I was kind of anxious considering trying out the new quesadilla from Guzman and Gomez. Uh... You know, because I was, like, worried that it wasn't going to have the same value as the burrito. Which I think is a is a legitimate concern. And I really wish they would put the calories, you know, on the, on the um, items there. I, I, I feel like maybe they used to. Or maybe I'm just imagining it. Anyway... Putting the calories on the meals is a great way to estimate the portions. And so I would really have appreciated to have, like, a calorie count. But, you know, and, and so I ended up just not getting anything. Because I was like, I don't want to get a burrito. Because I didn't really feel, like, that hungry. But I also didn't want to get like a snacky thing, like a quesadilla, you know, might be. In hindsight, I feel like it would have been the perfect portion size. So I kind of regret not getting it, but it's all right, you know. You just got to live your life, you know. You can't have regrets like this. You just got to let it go. But, uh, yeah, this guy, this young man, he was... He wasn't getting Guzman and Gomez. He was making his own burrito. And that is a youthful spirit of... What's the word? I guess you would call it like... It's almost like a revolt. He was revolting against Guzman. Uh, he was... He, that's youthful radicalism was what he was demonstrating. And it just, yeah, like I said, it made me feel like an old man. Just, like, passively getting my burrito. I hesitate to call it overpriced, because I feel like it's pretty much, like, reasonably priced. Certainly more reasonably priced than the Taco Bell burritos, which I also had uh, the opportunity to try quite recently. And even though I am a big fan of Taco Bell you know, from, like, in the U.S. when I was traveling around the U.S. and eating Taco Bell quite quite frequently. You know, talk, the beauty of Taco Bell is its price more than anything else. And it just felt wrong to pay the same amount for Taco Bell burrito as a Guzman burrito. You know, it just... I was hoping, you know, when I went to the Taco Bell that it was going to be like 10 bucks maybe or even like 9 cuz that's really what it's worth.
but it was like 12 bucks and you know that's too much for a taco bell burrito uh the where was where was i um the the boy that i saw the young man who made his own burrito he yeah he wasn't playing by the rules of our burrito economy and i felt like more than anything else besides feeling old and i guess this is associated with kind of getting old it i felt like he was doing the wrong thing like he was breaking the rules which is so which is such a funny and ironic thing because i really have always felt like that was how I used to be. Like, I used to do stuff that... And I kind of thrived on this. Um, or not, maybe not thrive, but I, I... I reveled in this. That's the word I'm going for. I reveled in doing things that weren't strictly illegal, but were frowned upon uh in our society and i feel like making a meal out of supermarket ingredients and then eating them at a public and and then and then using them to construct a meal and eat that meal immediately outside of the supermarket is somehow breaking the rules of our social compact somehow and um and i just want to like and i guess that's sort of how like hippies must have felt when they were growing their hair out really long you know in the 60s that was a radical thing back then now we look at it i specifically at guys with long hair, we look at it, we don't think twice about it. If anything, when a guy has short hair, we, 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 we are more likely to be critical of that. Like, like we might think that he's a, he's a far right nut job if he's got like a shaved head. Um, unless he's bald, you know, or balding. But that's not that's not a, a a skin a skinhead I believe is is the skinhead bald or is it just like a really short length I don't know a skinhead yes I mean the the word skinhead implies baldness right because it's just bare skin so yeah certainly not a good look to be bald. Uh, I mean, a lot of guys are very self-conscious about it. Uh, it's probably not seen as, like, immoral. But certainly there's a lot of guys who pay pay a lot of money for hair regrowth treatments uh, who think that it's a bad thing to be bald. Back in the day, it was a bad thing to have long hair if you were a guy because it was sort of like an... You sort of had a womanly vibe, like an like androgynous. You know, my dad he tells me the story of because he had quite long hair. He had a motorbike and quite long hair, big mustache. It was the seventies, and um, 
And so his dad was like an overseer at some kind of carpentry uh, shop, a wood shop. And he would tell the young guys that they needed to shave their heads or like at least cut their hair short because it was a, it was like a, an OH&S risk. But he just said that. My dad says like he just said that because he didn't like guys with long hair. He th he thought it was uh, unprofessional. So yeah, there was a very strong social stigma against it. It wasn't illegal, of course, you know, as it might be in some kind of dictatorship. Like, I guess, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been illegal in in Nazi Germany to have long hair, but you probably would be put on some kind of list, you know, a long hair list. Um, and, and trust me, like, you didn't want to be on a list in those kinds of countries, Japan, Russia, Germany, like being on a list was, was a bad, a bad thing to be on. And, um, and yeah, just like sitting, sitting in the park with long hair and like playing a guitar, like not strictly illegal, but certainly not adding to the common wheel. You're just bumming around being a vagrant, being a, a loiterer, you know, and these are like misdemeanors to just sit around, like sitting around, not doing anything is in some contexts like illegal. So this demonstrates like these kinds of gray areas. Obviously, a lot of the time it's at the discretion of the of the cop, whether they fine you for vagrancy or whatever. But it's definitely like these 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 gray areas are where I reveled in in doing these kinds of hijinks. And yeah, I would definitely have been the person who like ate the you know just bought some stuff from a from a supermarket instead of getting getting the burrito from the burrito place. Uh and and so seeing some young some young gun do it and feeling the same thing that I imagine that people must have felt towards me back in the day when I would do that stuff. I felt the same stuff towards him. Like, man, just buy just buy the burrito from Guzman like like the rest of us respectful respectable citizens like who do you think you are making your own burrito like out of shredded barbecue chicken and arugula and chutney like who are you you little you little uh you little troublemaker <laughs> i felt this i actually i felt this um and I just, and then after I felt it, I just went straight home and looked at myself in the mirror for a good forty-five minutes and said, "What, what, what, ha what happened to you, man? You used to be cool, you know." And uh, yeah, what did happen to me? And and another time, you know, another experience that kind of relates to this that happened, you know, quite recently. I was just in the sauna. Um, gentleman came into the sauna, 
who I've seen at least, I've seen probably once before. He's a middle-aged guy. Uh, and he comes in the sauna. I see him from afar when he was co coming over to the sauna. And I'm like, surely he's not getting in. But he got in. And he and the reason why that was so surprising to me was that this guy was fully clothed and you know gets in says hi to me I'm like wearing a towel and sweaty and red and just like shoulders drooped and looking half dead because I'd been in there for so long and this guy's wearing like skinny skinny jeans and like Yeezys and a and a band, like a like a Metallica t-shirt or something. This is like a middle-aged guy. So it's already like just his getup is a little bit in, incongruent. Uh but then he goes and wears this stuff this kind of like close-fitting clothes. And it's not even loose-fitting clothes, but close tight-fitting clothes into the sauna and and you know he, i don't say anything and but you know then he pops his shirt off he pops off the shirt he's pretty he's a pretty ripped guy i have to say but like that sort of skinny lean ripped that like you know like iggy pop he had a kind of iggy pop muscle tone that's sort of like that's sort of like yeah skinny but clearly the guy works out. Anyway, get to talking with this guy. He's a fascinating guy. Clearly crushing it in life. You know, making moves. Probably has, like, his finger in the crypto game. Uh, finger on the pulse. Uh, the crypto pulse. I don't know. But anyway, he said something... To me that I thought was very similar to the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. And clearly already this guy is, is fitting the bill of what I'm talking about. A guy who just doesn't play by other people's rules. Oh what? You gotta wear... You gotta... You gotta take your clothes off in the sauna? Like who says? That's what this guy would be thinking, right? He's certainly not doing it because he's um, self-conscious or anything. I don't know why he did it. But I'm not going to ask him. And he says to me, we're talking about uh, COVID, you know, uh, coronavirus is a common conversation topic in the sauna. And he says, like, uh, you know, this it was it was tough. It was tough for me when I when this place when the gym closed down during the lockdown, didn't have any way to work out. Common grievance. <coughs> I've heard it before. And then, and, but what I hadn't heard before was his solution. Because this guy, much like the guy in the Coles, the outside of the Coles, who, who just didn't want to buy a $12, you know, $12.90 chicken burrito from Guzman, this guy didn't want to go to Rebel and buy weights. Even if he could, he said they were sold out. But he didn't want to pay $60 for, for a dumbbell. Um, no, sir. He said, here's what, he, here's what this guy did to get, to get weights so that he could work out during the coronavirus. He took apart his vacuum cleaner. 
he took that metal pipe bit off of the vacuum. He took out the hose, you know, that sort of like... Actually, you know what? I... F I th I thought that he said that he took off the, the hose that connects to the, that sort of long sort of accordion looking thing next, that connects to the metal thing. But now that I think about it, it's probably more likely to the, that he just used the cord. Because he said he took the cord off of his, I don't know if he said cord, but he said he took something off of his vacuum cleaner to use as a skipping rope. And he used the metal pole of the vacuum and he attached those hollowed out cinder blocks that he went to some building site and bought them for two dollars from someone off, off a building site and he connected them to his vacuum cleaner pipe and then he went down to Bondi Beach where there's like a green, like a grassy patch. And he's just worked out with implements of his vacuum cleaner that he had connected with, with, you know, fucking, uh, cinder blocks. And I was like, what, what is your deal, man? Cause this guy was like, not a poor guy. Like, this guy was talking about starting up business, like a big, you know, he's starting his own business overseas. Like he was talking about moving to the US, to LA before the COVID, he'd gotten all the financing arranged and, you know, the lockout, the, the flight ban left him high and dry with that. This guy wasn't wanting for money. He could have bought the, 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 the weights from, Rebel, I guess he he did say that they were all sold out, so maybe this wasn't just to save money. But he did emphasize that he, he didn't want to pay the money as well. And I feel like he probably could have found some stuff online. I don't know. But anyway, just hearing this, this is like... This guy did not play by the rules, you know? Standing there in that sauna with his tight jeans on and his Yeezys... He popped his shirt off, sure, but this guy is not playing by the rules of the sauna. The unwritten rules that say you need to be wearing a towel and nothing else. And I just thought, like, like I wish I was this, you know, I wish I was had the spirit of this, this guy, who's, who's definitely older than me, maybe 50s, but certainly does not have the spirit of a man in his 50s. He's got the spirit of that young man eating his burrito outside of Coles. And it was the spirit that I used to have. It's the spirit of, I'm not playing by these rules, man. That's, that's like, when do, when do you lose that? Because I feel like I've misplaced that along the way somewhere. And just encountering people who still possess the fire just makes me it makes me wonder if it's too late to rekindle that fire you know and and 
And I know I, you know, I, I'm not, maybe I'm overstating it because may, because I still have a pretty, there's aspects of my lifestyle that are still quite unconventional. I'm not, I'm not your, like, your, 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 your stiff that's just like sleepwalking through life by any means. I, I don't see myself that way, but, but I also, you know, when you, when you encounter people that are really just doing their own thing makes you realize that you're not doing your own thing. And I'll conclude, you know, I, I, I was in the, the public library and, and I was sitting next to this schizophrenic gentleman and he said something that I thought was very profound, albeit hallucinatory, um, kind of induced rambling. And he said, you know, fucking keep your business to yourself. I'll do my thing and you do yours. You know, in other words, he's saying, I don't know if he was talking about me. Like maybe he thought that I was judging him for being schizophrenic and homeless. I don't know. I don't know if he was saying it to me. Maybe he was saying it just to his demons. But it, it really stuck with me. What he said is just like, you do your thing. I'll do my thing, you know, and I don't know, maybe that guy, like, we look at that guy and we say, is he doing his own thing? Like, he seems like he's struggling, you know, like, he's really just, um, he needs help, <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, I'd hardly, to me, like, doing your own thing has a kind of heroic, uh, you know, connotation to it. Like, no one who's homeless spending their day in a public library talking to themselves is really, I would say, like, doing their own thing, but maybe that's just my prejudice, you know? Maybe that guy is doing his own thing. And, uh, he's looking at me like just one of these squares that, uh, that doesn't you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. It just, it just stuck with me. Um, but yeah, anyway, this has been an episode of Bondo Nights. I hope you, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it. And, and you know, in a way, like, I'm just rambling just like this guy. The only thing that separates me from the schizophrenic guy at the library is that when I talk to myself, I'm talking into a microphone that is recording m my ramblings. And then I upload these MP3 files to Spotify. And then occasionally I look at, I look at the, uh, the listen count and I see that someone's listened to, to the episode and that's really the only thing that separates me. If I, if I recorded a hundred episodes and no one listened, what really would then be separating me from this guy who's talking to himself, you know, uh, not a lot. And that's why I'm so grateful when you listen, cause it really is quite literally keeping me sane uh, at least, you know, in this strictly definitional sense. So thanks for that. I, every time I see a that I've 
that one of my episodes has gotten a listen, it makes me feel good about myself. So thank you if you are the person that that creates that positive emotion in me. Anyway, so uh, send me an email. That would really make me feel good is if, if you sent me an email to bondinights at gmail.com. Uh, just about anything. Could be about the episode, could be about another episode, could be about anything you want. I'll talk about it in another episode if you, if you, do, if you just give me something to talk about. Uh, otherwise, follow the podcast on Spotify uh, so that it'll come up and then you can see it. When I, when I upload episodes, you'll see it in real time. So, but otherwise, uh, have, have a good, uh, have a good evening or morning or whatever. And, uh, keep listening. Bye.